Blog Talk Radio. Hello. All right. We are making magic now. Let me turn our music down. Hi, everybody. As I promised you, you're listening to Loretta McNary Live and our guest, the phenomenal movie director of this new movie that I watched last night, Phoenix. Oh, my goodness. You guys have got to watch this movie. It's about uh, 13-year-old Phoenix Wilder, and it's amazing. So I'm going to bring the movie producer on. Hi. Welcome to the show, Richard. Thank you so much for having me on. Oh, we're excited. I did get a chance to watch the movie last night, and I am a fan of your work from now on. It was oh. I was on the edge of the seat the entire time. Thank you so much. I'm glad you enjoyed it. <laughs> and I, as I was watching the movie, and I was, uh, of course, sharing with some friends and my family about it, we're going to definitely go see the movie on April 16th. It is in our Great. theater here in Memphis, Tennessee. So we're super excited about that. So I just want you to tell everybody, because I've been um, on Facebook all morning and yesterday telling people about you and your work. So can you tell us about your new movie, Phoenix Wilder and the Elephant Experience? <laughs> well, first off, first off, I'll re, I'll re, I'll get the title for you. It's uh, Phoenix yeah. Wilder and the Great Elephant Adventure. <laughs> That's okay, Loretta. Great. I call it an experience, but I know it is definitely an adventure because all the things that he goes through and how he is able to survive. I was crying when he, you know, I can't tell the movie, but it, it just was amazing, amazing work. So tell Great. us about why you decided to do the movie. 
Well, first, I should let your viewers know that uh, Phoenix Wild and the Great Elephant Adventure is about uh, 13-year-old Phoenix, who's living in a, uh, a foster home after his death of his parents. Uh, he gets word that he's going to live with his aunt, who is played by the amazing Elizabeth Hurley. Uh, he is going to live with her in Africa. And uh, while he's out on safari with his uncle, he becomes separated from the group, becomes lost. While he is lost, he finds a huge bull elephant that's been caught in a poacher's trap. He frees the elephant before the poachers get there. The two of them become great friends. And a couple days later, Phoenix learns and sees firsthand the horrors of the elephant poaching crisis in Africa. And he decides that he and his elephant partner are going to take down the elephant poachers. Uh, and that's where the adventure sort of really takes off. You summed it up so amazingly, but let me tell you, you did an excellent job on summing that movie up, but there's, and I love how there are so many moving parts in here. Can you explain um, the elephant's name and how Phoenix named the elephant and the significance yeah. for it? Because I know when you yeah. look at the word love, you is in there. Yeah. So the uh, uh, in Southern Africa, the Zulus are the largest tribe. And uh, one of the, uh, the ranch manager uh, who manages the whole facility where Phoenix is taken to and lives is a Zulu. And he gives Phoenix a special gift. It's a small stone elephant. And he tells Phoenix that, um, that the word for elephant in Zulu is indlovu, uh, I-N-D-L-O-V-U. Uh, that is the Zulu word for elephant. And it means in Zulu, unstoppable one. And he tells Phoenix that he thinks that he's the unstoppable one. But, of course, don't want to give away too much of the plot. Phoenix discovers that with that elephant that was given to him by this sort of older mystic, this uh, Zulu man, that he now has the ability to communicate and calm and, you know, basically work with the elephant, uh, which is something I think a young audience is really going to appreciate because all young people know that kids can communicate with animals and grown-ups cannot. Yes. <laughs> so that's one of the first thing I know. I'm like, he's talking to this elephant as if this, you know, this is an adult, way past adult speaking, and this, this kid is talking to this elephant as if this elephant knows exactly what he's saying. But like what you said, kids do, they are able to communicate with animals. It is a known well, actually, fact. <laughs> actually, the, the amazing thing about kids is, is not only will kids have full-on conversations with their dog or cat, they don't <laughs> even need, they, they don't even need that animal to be alive. A stuffed bear or a stuffed dog will do just fine. <laughs> that is so true now that you said that. That is because I was, I mean, I was so perplexed that he really was having this major conversation with his elephant, and it just gets you all engrossed in the movie. It really pulls you in when he does that. So, okay, so I know the movie is, is about bringing awareness to, you know, the fact that we need to save our save the elephants, and that I was yeah. seeing some of the uh, I'll say some of the, the features and the fact that you were talking about how many elephants are killed every year just blew my mind and broke my heart. So what are yeah, some it's, of the uh, family values? Yeah, so just so I uh, mm -hmm. just, just so your listeners know before I go into that, uh, we're facing a crisis mm -hmm. of about 30,000 elephants a year being terminated by the poachers. Uh, in the 1940s, there were about 4 million elephants roaming the African continent, and today it's down to about 350,000. 
the elephant has the longest gestation period of any animal on earth at 22 months. So you start doing the math, you look at how fast they're being killed, you look at how long it takes to, re to replace an elephant and you realize that we're in a very serious situation here. So the movie is twofold, as you pointed out, there's the awareness factor of what's happening in Africa, but there's also, uh, the movie is for a family audience, it presents very strong family values, it's about standing up for what you believe. It's about uh, determination. It's about friendship. Uh, you know, it's about uh, hanging in there during difficult times. Very few young people are going to go to Africa and have to, you know, launch a war against the elephant poachers with their elephant, but they are going to face challenges in their life. And through watching this movie, young people can see how <clears throat> a young person, uh, even though they're isolated and alone, can you know, rise up, strength, courage, take on what appears to be a completely unstoppable force. Uh, the poachers are, of course, in Africa. They are an army. They are routinely better armed than the forces that are opposing them. Uh, and, in, and in the end, you know, good triumphs. So it's a very positive, uplifting message. And it's a message for how we can turn things around with the elephant, too. It's not too late. Uh, we can stop this and we, we can, you know, come together as a, as a people and, you know, turn this around. Oh, wow. And I promise when they watch this movie, they will be so moved to want to get involved to kind of ask the, answer that question. And then I want to talk about um, what inspired you to become an advocate for elephant, elephant conservation. So what can we do after we watch this movie and we, you know how movies move you and you just want to get all involved, you're excited and yeah. you're just ready to go all in. So what can we do after we see this movie? What okay, so just do? to your – yeah, just to your first point about, uh, you know, um, the emotional connection. There have been a lot of documentaries made about elephants and their plight. They haven't really ignited the public to action yet. And I think the reason why that is is because people find it very difficult to, fo to form a bond with these animals through a documentary. My idea was to present this in a narrative film context where the animal and the boy, or the, the elephant and the boy develop a very close relationship and through doing so, people who watch this movie, they will also develop a very close personal relationship with the elephants as well. Once that happens, people are going to be very motivated to say, hey, I, this is an outrage. I want to help stop this. And one of the charities that we're working with right now is called International Elephant Foundation. They are doing amazing work on the ground in Africa. It's very expensive, unfortunately. Uh, their website is elephantconservation.org. People can go there, they can have a look, they can see the amazing work that this group is doing to preserve elephants and help them around the world. There's many ways to do this. Even buying up land and giving them habitat is an amazing way to help save them. Tragically, Africa is an impoverished continent, uh, and they have a very valuable resource sitting there, and it's a very lethal combination. So there's ways that people can get involved. One of the ways is to you know, get on a plane uh, go on safari in Africa, lots of opportunities to see elephants in the wild. It'll be an experience that you will not forget. Um, you know, take, take the family. There are wonderful safaris in South Africa and Zimbabwe and Kenya uh, that people can go on and see all of this for themselves. And then, you know, through social media is an amazing way for an, an individual using no money to, you know, influence their friends and say, hey, this is what's happening. 
Uh, you know, the United States is the most powerful country on earth. It can do a lot to help stop this, uh, this crisis. Once the elephants are gone, they're gone. The rhino, of course, might, it might be too late to save them. The elephant, we've got a chance. Wow. So I will make sure that I do what I can and definitely am on, on target to go to Africa as my show, my TV portion of my radio show is will be airing in Africa in 10 countries um, starting the 1st of May. So I want to do what oh, I great. can to save the elephants as well. So I'll use my platforms. People can use social media platforms and yep. everybody, you know, save up for them. You know, you hear mission work and people are going for various regions, spiritual reasons, just to go see a vacation, but go on purpose to take the safari, see what we are, you know, see the value of, of, of our treasure of having these elephants and they deserve to live. They should not be, you know, born just to die so somebody else can benefit from them. That is, that is horrible. I, and we should do more. About it is. It. So. it is horrible. And I, th- I think that uh, people need to realize that the elephant is the most intelligent animal on this planet. They live in the most close knit uh, family groups. You can imagine they are one of the few groups or in the animal kingdom that's entirely female led. They are led by a senior matriarch who commands the entire herd. Uh, and within that herd, you have different groups and subgroups of, uh, of other females. They're all related. They're all sisters. They are all aunties. They're all grandmas. And they all work together as a team. Uh, the only thing on the planet that they can't work against is somebody with a high-powered rifle. Uh, right. That's the only thing they have. That's the only thing they have no defense against. They have a 100% impenetrable defense against lions, hyena, anything that wants to attack them or their young. They are the most fantastic parents, even the bulls uh, I've seen in person. The, you might be interested to know that the elephant family that, that you saw in the movie is a biological family. Uh, that's the mom, the dad, and, and the baby. And they aren't yeah. just acting uh, in the movie. They are actually a biological family. And uh, they spend so much time together. And the baby hysterically will grab dad's trunk and start playing with him. The baby will start uh, headbutting into dad's leg. And, you know, dad will stroke him with his trunk. And, you know, (laughs) to, to see that little baby elephant just play and horse around with dad and dad being so gentle. Uh, you know, and these elephant parents are so protective, but they were very, uh, you know, as you saw in the movie, our, our actors interact with the baby. Uh, they're fine to allow that to happen so long as they're standing there. Uh, you know, so they, they are a wonderful, wonderful animal. And we're just we're really not totally uh, understanding of their, their nature and their way. Uh, one of the interesting things that they do that no other animal does is that they worship their dead. Uh, they walk a, mm. walk along the, they walk along the bushveld and they may come across the bones of a, of one of of one of their kind that's dead, and they will move the bones around. They'll they'll dig holes and and bury the bones, and scientists have called this bone worship. And the only two species on the entire planet that acknowledge their dead are humans and elephants. That's it. No other groups, no other uh, species on this planet do this. So uh, we have a connection with them. Uh, And to let them, you know, the elephants are not dying as a result of global warming. 
They're not dying as a result of starvation. They're dying to fuel human greed. That's it. It's the only reason. Uh, wow. And that is, that is, some, that is something wow. that we can stop. Well, that, that I'm going to add that to my prayer, <laughs> that we get involved as humans and we stop this. And I never knew that because I was, you know, kind of proud and, again, sad at the time that I was a ringmaster for a circus that came here and I got to ride an elephant. And for them to be one of, like, the largest animal, they are the most kind and docile. The elephant that I had the honor of riding and being on um, – was so kind, and I can't even imagine how they could just destroy everything in sight, but yet they allow a human to get that close and personal and to teach them as they are teaching us. So I had this personal connection to your movie before I even watched the movie, and that's why I'm so passionate about people going to see this movie and then not just seeing it and talking about it for April 16th for World Elephant Day, but to get involved and help save these elephants. So... Yeah. Okay. That's I just I just want to <laughs> I, I just I just want uh-huh. to let your your listeners know that that uh, this is a special program. Not only will they see the movie, but there are three additional pieces of content that they are going to see on 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 the 16th. The first is a 10-minute presentation from an elephant expert, and during that presentation, the families are going to see some hysterical footage from the elephant birthday party, uh, which you will not want to miss. <laughs> Uh, after the movie is over, there's going to be a three-minute presentation by Elizabeth Hurley, and then there's going to be a five-minute presentation by world-famous elephant conservationist Dr. Richard Leakey. Uh, they're only going to see this if they go on the 16th nationwide. It's at 6 p.m. This final week, we're seeing a sudden surge in uh, pre-buys on our tickets uh, nationwide. As, as word gets out and as we get closer, because it's a one-night screening in uh, all across the nation uh i think people are like oh well we better you know because families are going so that's four or five blocks of tickets going at a time uh Mm -hmm. so i think that in order for people to not be disappointed if they go to fathomevents.com or to phoenixwilder.com uh they can get right through to the to the ticket ordering uh in no time flat and uh, book those tickets now probably a good idea to book ahead um because there is this one-time opportunity for the theatrical platform. We don't want anyone to be disappointed. Oh, my goodness. That is so true. And I'm glad to hear that the ticket sales are going in advance because a lot of people just have a tendency to wait until the last minute to do things. So I'm so excited to hear that. And I know I will be taking my family and try to probably get some for my nonprofit. I have I work with girls every people to take them because it's more than a movie, Richard. What you've created is more than a movie. It is a it's a mission and it's a it's a movement. Not just a movie. Yeah. It is a movement. We've got to get involved and help save our elephants because we need them and they deserve not to be, you know, killed like you said for human greed. It is ridiculous. Yeah. We've got There's another huge problem. Uh, another huge problem that's happened, which is uh, trophy hunting. Uh, I'm sad to say that most of those trophy hunters are Americans. Uh, who are going to Africa, paying upwards of $50,000 for the safari and the license to kill an elephant, uh, and then to bring its head home and mount it on, on, a, on a wall. I don't understand the point. It makes no sense. Um, it's, it's something that has to be stopped. Uh, you know, it, it, there simply aren't physically enough elephants for them to sustain these kind of 
punishment. Uh, no other country sends more trophy hunters to Africa than the United States does. Um, so I'm really hoping that you know a lot of people in the United States will see this and say, hey, you know, enough's enough. Uh, the, enough the population, enough. yeah, the, the population is so small now. Uh, you know, it, it, I mean, just think about this. It will never recover to where it was. Never. Uh, yeah. The days of seeing massive herds of elephants roaming the African savanna are gone now. Uh, it's like uh, it's similar to what will happen. What happened with the buffalo? What will ha- this will happen to the elephant? Um, so again, this, but it's not too late. Um, we can stop it. We can stop it by awareness, as Dr. Richard Leakey points out in his interview. That audiences are going to see our generation has largely failed. It's going to be up to the next generation to take that torch and say. You know, we're going to champion these uh, these causes. So I really want a lot of young people uh, to see the movie, which is why I chose to put a young actor in the movie to begin with, mm-hmm. so that uh, so that kids will be able to you know more easily identify and say, hey, I might not be going to Africa to take on the poachers directly, but I understand the message. I get that. And Elizabeth Harley was so amazing, who was a fellow advocate uh, for the conservation. Yeah, so. Elizabeth Hurley has been a uh, longtime advocate for elephants and rhino and wildlife in general. She has very generously donated her time and, and her money. One of the, I work with a lot of celebrities in the, in the movie industry, and I can tell all your listeners that Elizabeth Hurley is one of the very few that puts her actions where her words are. Uh, she's mm. not just not just a talker. She takes action and she does. Um, she's a wonderful, kind, generous person. Um, you know, and I can tell people that from working with her for such a long time. The, the, the public hears a lot of negativity about Hollywood celebrities and the press and things that they do. Uh, Elizabeth is not mm-hmm. that person. She's very g- generous with her time and her talents and her money for charitable causes. This is something she believes passionately about. She's, you know, doing everything she can to promote it and get the word out. And so are a number of other celebrities that have joined in uh, to help us get the word out uh, as well, which is why, you know, I'm so grateful to you for allowing me to come, come on your show as well. <laughs> Absolutely. And I know you have to go because I know you're doing a ton of media to get people in those seats because it's not only going to help um, ticket sales, but it's going to go reach so much further than that, Richard. So thank you so much for what you've done with this movie and how I know it's going to create a movement. And we're going to save some lives. Cation that I've received just in this interview in that movie, uh, I'm a better person. I'm a better person Great. for what you share with me and you've enlightened us in that movie is Super, super duper amazing and definitely family friendly and will get people moved and engaged in helping to save the elephants. I know you have to go, so I want to say thank you so much. My hat's off to you. If I can ever do anything else to help support your project, please keep us in mind and we'll do that, okay? Look for our social media links and link to us and we'll link to you and we'll get the word out. There you go. Thank you, Richard, so much. And thank you all so much thank for you very watching, much. for listening to Loretta McNary Live, the radio show. And you've heard from uh, writer Richard Boddington. New movie coming out April 16th, The Great Phoenix Wilder and The Great Elephant Adventure. We'll see you soon on the radio. Bye-bye, everybody. <laughs>